We can make it if we try, just the three of us. <laughs> you, you, and I. Uh, no, Michael. It's just me and Tommy and Mark. Uh, we're holding it. I know, I almost forgot you there. <laughs> we're holding the fort down today. Um, yeah. We discussed some new kiss, uh, kiss videos that have popped up. And we also talk about what it was like, um, you know, our parents loving our, or not loving our, uh, our kiss fandom and uh, some of our friends. And if they're still our friends after all this kiss time. Um, so stick around. It's a good show. And I'm wearing a tank top. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the hey, Coin. Hey, Cameo. It's Three Sides of the Coin. And we're here. And you can hire us to say something on video for you. But but before everybody like rolls their eyes and goes, what the hell am I hiring Three Sides for? We are donating 100% of the money we raise to charity. Okay? So... Think about that when you want us to say something. We can do a birthday shout out, an anniversary shout out. Lisa can do like a Paul Stanley rap. Couldn't you, Lisa? Would you do that, please? I can sing Read My Body. I can do a Paul Stanley rap. Anything that you want to do, I'll do. Mark, well, not everything. Would, would, would you get up and go open something? No, but I'll <laughs> say something funny. <laughs> I'll read a comment. <laughs> yeah, Tommy will. Re- you can send Tommy a comment and he'll read it. Now, seriously, you guys all know what Cameo is all about. We'll do a video shout out for any occasion, saying anything you want. You know, I don't know if we've even got any limits. You could you could have us say something like three sides of the coin sucks and we'll do mm-hmm. that. Well, I mean, does, we're, we're real easy here. So head over to Cameo.com. Look for three sides of the coin. The four of us will get together and record a video message for you, donating all of our money to charity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been a long day. I'm not ready to pick up any slack today. I created the recording link. That's about as as slacky, picky, uppy that I'm going to do. Well, then I tell you what. Welcome welcome to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. My name's Tommy Summers. I'm joined by the beautiful Lisa Martini and the fantastic Mark Cicchini. There is no tool here today. No tool, no problem. Yeah, it's a tool-free zone. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we've got um, another boring show for you today. (laughs) That someone's going to find fault with. I think we should start it off with Tommy reading a comment or two. Yes! Tommy can do his job today. Yes, I can. So this is on the latest episode where we talk about celebrating the bonds and connections kiss heads created in our lives and then we also read that amazing letter uh, about kendall who passed away and oh. we have a bunch of really great comments um again so i encourage you guys to jump on to youtube just search three sides of the coin and up comes these episodes even if you don't listen this is a great place for people to get together and talk um A. Steinman said, Brian, if you read this comment, I'm so sorry for you and your wife's loss. Kendall sounds like an awesome person. I may know him. I may not know you or him, but you guys are all in my prayers. The KISS family is best. Amen. 
Yep. Uh-huh. And Hans Christian said, I also consider you my friends. Strange, maybe, but true. Thank you. We, we appreciate that because we consider each and every one of you friends. Um, just always remember that when we see you somewhere, whether it be at a concert or at a, uh, um, a KISS event, please introduce yourself because I, I can't remember faces very well and I want to make sure that I know who I'm talking to. So it helps when you say who you are and where you're from. Um, let me see. Brian uh, Thomas, Black Dog Vintage Racing. I have always enjoyed your show. I'm trying to take in all of the videos. Thanks for all the effort you put in. You're welcome, Brian. And thank you for such a kind comment. And all kinds of other stuff about the show. A lot of them are, are considerably longer. So hop on there if you guys have time and check it out. There is a lot of really cool discussion going on. There is. That was lovely. Thanks, honey. And what's going on in the KISS world right now? KISS is knocking them dead over in Europe. Oh, my and, goodness. It's crazy. Uh, by the way, did, did you guys see uh, Alex's picture today? Alex got his picture with the band. Did you see? Uh, oh, I haven't seen no, it. No, I didn't. Is he on, oh, is he, he on well, Facebook? Well, well, Mr. Singer made it extra special. You got to, I'll wait till you go to see his picture. So I, the reason awesome? I bring up Alex specifically is he's, you know, he's been a guest on this show many times and he's good friends uh, with all, all of us. We all love Alex very much. He's awesome. as, you, as you guys know, Alex is, <laughs> lives in Germany. Did you see it? Yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome. So, fantastic. Um, yeah, so I saw that today and kind of kind of made my day. So if you guys are friends with Alex, because I know a lot of you guys are Facebook friends with him, uh, or you know if you're a big Shameless fan, I know a lot of you guys are too. Um, well, I tell you what, why don't you pick up the new Shameless record, check out the new Shameless video, and it's then see the incredible photo that uh, he took with the band today. So it's uh, I love it. Yeah, I know. Did you see it yet, Lisa? I'm googling it, or I'm going on the Facebook. Love it. What is uh, what? What should we talk about today? Well, <laughs> go ahead, Lisa. Oh, you saw the picture? No, yeah, awesome. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I even I even sent me a text. I'm like, this made my day. That, that really is cool. hysterical. It is. So you know, it's 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 just cool to see that sort of stuff and. And, and guys, you know, again, I'll, I say this all the time, especially you younger fans. You know, I met everybody that I know, KISS-wise, at least, you know, the old school guys like Alex and Keith and Tommy and Michael and, you know, Lisa and, and everybody. We met each other on the road, just going to shows and going to freaking expos. And, you know, um, that's how all this starts. And, uh you know, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, the, I think, you know, obviously the, the end of the road tour is going to be coming to the end here at some point in the next year or so. Yep. So there's only so many, you know, concerts you, we can we can go to when they're in, in, the, in your area. But, you know, just in general, go to shows, go, you know, any kiss expos or any just and any events in general. I really I you know, I, I really preach that just because I see how much joy it's brought into my life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to share that sort of experience, well, you know, with you concerts. Yeah, exactly. Because 
because I just got back from Country Fest for four days and I'm not a country music fan, but yet I am. And there was some incredible performances that I saw uh, over the weekend. And I would inquire and I would encourage each and every one of you, if you have a festival in your area to go, even if it's just for one day, go discover some new music. You'll be pleasantly surprised at what you see. New doubt, as they say, uh, the new north doubt. of the border. <laughs> all my canadian friends um you know what a couple of things i, I did want to talk about um today in the kiss world uh, 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 uh old video uh found its way to youtube largo 75 now for you old crazy kiss collectors from uh from the 80s and stuff when we were collecting the old bootleg vhs's only the last three songs of that um was on an old kiss vision tape this is now the whole thing um kind of nefarious how it debuted and i'm going to tell you guys um there is a massive massive and i mean massive underlined three times uh kiss media dump that i don't know how it's going to work out but i'm betting uh, you're going to see a lot of stuff that uh, you haven't seen before here. If the way things go the way I think they're going to go, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but uh, there's some nefarious stuff going on in the kiss world that, you know, for what it's worth, you know, um, look, as somebody who's collected bootleg audio and video, uh, for many years, there's a there's a right way and a wrong way, and a lot of this stuff. Let's just say uh, it wasn't the right way to do this, and and I don't. I, it's not it's not my place to uh, to you know fill in any blanks or whatever. Just just to let you know that I, I'm happy for the fans, but I'm not happy from everything that I know about how it how it happened and again like i said there's a there's a difference i'll tell you what i'll, I'll use myself as a great a great example i've contacted um old engineers and stuff like that and said hey you know do you have any yeah i happen to have this reel or this soundboard or whatever and i worked it out with the person there's that's the right way to do this mm -hmm. And um, that just comes from being a passionate fan, you know. Um, and again, I'm not going to go into the details. Maybe by the time this thing airs next week, there'll be more details out there. But uh, again, you know, uh, and I'm not going to name names or it's not my place. Bec and, and another reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is because people are contacting me about, you know, naming names and doing all that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It's not my not my place. So, um, but I just want to tell you that, I, you know, I'm happy that you guys, um, if you go to YouTube, you're going to find that Largo show. Um, I'm happy that when fans get to see some of this cool stuff, like I said, I wouldn't doubt that a lot more stuff is going to, um, start popping up too, just because of the way things went down. But it wasn't a good thing that happened. Um, and I'll just leave it as that, leave it at that. So um, we'll see what, see where this crazy story goes from here. But again, to everybody who's contacted me and there's been a lot of them, 
Um, and plus, if you start seeing a couple things like that, you go, wow, where'd this stuff suddenly come from? That's why. Um, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. Lisa, um, you and I had a little brief exchange email. We talked about show subjects. And yes. uh, what do you, why don't you introduce the show subjects and what you, uh, what you think about it? So we talked about two subjects, which I actually think were really cool. So let, let's do both. We'll do like round table. All right. So one of them was how did, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't have it pulled up, but I have a very sharp memory. Uh, how did our families take, or parents, I think, our react to our love of KISS? And, yeah. and no, wait, number two topic was our friends that were, did they, what was it? If our, if our friends that liked KISS, how did they, was that what it was? Friends Lisa, like, by the way, fantastic recollection. You spot on on both, but I can expand a little bit. Thank you. Cause I'm trying um, to see, I have a pretty good memory for 50. Lisa, you nailed it. Both of them. However, to, to be a little bit more concise. Thank you. How, how, how did your parents react when not only did you like, let's face it. Cause we all liked, you know, everything from Led Zeppelin on, but kiss was a little bit different. You know, the three of us started getting way into kiss and did your parents ever have to ever talk to you about it or did they encourage it or did they, you know, I wanted to speak about that a little bit. And I also, and this is something I, I, I just think about time to time. When you first started getting into KISS, I guarantee everybody here, regardless when you jumped into, I mean, you could have started, you know, with crazy nights. I'm just saying at some point when you became a, a maniacal enough fan that you're following a podcast in 2022 about if what are those friends from when you first started becoming a fan are any of your close friends think back then who got jumped on the kiss bandwagon with you are they still on the kiss bandwagon or did they grow out of it and do they because I've got some interesting stories I want to talk about that. I just thought, you know, what about you guys out there? And, and in the end, this is really kind of homework stuff. What we're going to do is talk about it today. But it really is homework stuff. How did your parents react to your kiss craziness? Not just because you were a fan, but because you were really a big fan. And also your friends who were really big fans with you. Now, for me, that would have been, you know, right around Destroyer is when my really close friends at the time when I started to, you know, go to the store and make sure I found every issue of circus and cream and cut out every kiss picture in the, you know, in the, in the Detroit news, you know, I remember my friends and I remember trading those kind of pictures. Like my one friends had the Detroit free press. We got the Detroit news, and you know, and I remember a couple of my friends were paper boys. If you guys remember those and, and if there was a kiss ad or something, they always made sure that I, I got it or, you know what I mean? That's how I ended up getting multiples. So that's what we want to talk about today is our, uh, our individual sort of uh, kiss experiences. And since Tommy, you've sat there listening to Lisa and I talk a little bit too much. How about uh, you start with us? 
We're starting with parents? Yeah. Okay. Um, my father was a great man. He was supportive in anything that I wanted to do. He didn't understand it, but he was supportive of it. And I never, don't ever remember him giving me a hard time about it one way or another. Um, I think he kind of understood, um, but nonetheless, very supportive. My mother, on the other hand, was not at all. Um, she had a lot of problems and um, she was so wrapped up in worrying about what other people thought of her that she felt me being a fan of a band like this made her look bad. And I don't mean look bad like a religious thing. Just I remember us being in Hawaii or maybe it was Arizona and, and Zig Ziglar stopped by to see my dad because he had broken his leg. We were on vacation for something they were there for, like a, a company thing. And Zig came to the room and we talked for a little while and, you know, which I thought was very nice of him. He was the keynote speaker at this thing. And after he left, my mom saw that my headliners book was setting out because I just got that, you know, and she went nuts. She was so pissed off that that book was in eyesight of Zig Ziglar. Like he gives a shit. So a lot of my fandom to a certain degree was hidden from her to avoid having any kind of a hassle. Now, now would she have older brothers and sisters? Yeah. Uh, my, my oldest sister is 18 years older than me. Uh, my second older sister is 16 years older than me. And my brother is 10 years older than me. So they didn't understand it at all. And still to this day, don't get it. My brother kept trying to buy me Fleetwood Mac records for Christmas, hoping that he could <laughs> somehow convert me out of this. And it's like, no, you don't get it. Cause he was, you know, he graduated in 74 and he just didn't get it. And that's okay. Uh, he gets it now, you know, for the better part understands it, but they weren't living at the house much uh, by the time I became a kiss fan. So I, I had a lot of great memories of being a KISS fan with friends that were also KISS fans, but my parents were never all that supportive of it. Now, would your mom, if she like found a headliner, would she toss it in the garbage or anything no, it like wasn't that? Some, no, it wasn't something like that, but she would always constantly come into my room and tell me I needed to take the posters down off the wall because I have too many on the wall, that kind of stuff. You know, she just... I don't know. She's just, it was a very unhappy person. So she was like that with everything. So I spent a lot of time at my friend Ward's house who has now passed. And he was the one, if you remember when I gave mm -hmm. Jean that, that drawing that we did. Uh -huh. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. We spent a ton of time over at Ward's house because his mom was <laughs> quite possibly one of the coolest people on the planet. And she was into it big time and she was supportive and would take us to record stores uh, so we could buy stuff and take us to um, any kind of place we wanted to go that was farther away than a bike ride. Yeah. Lisa? Uh, my, my parents were extremely supportive of, of Kiss and any music that I liked. I, you know, my brother was, or is, eight years older than myself. And um, he was kind of the one that introduced me to kiss in like 1974 i mean my earliest recollection 
you know, Marie came home with that album and he come running in the house and, and you know what, I looked up, I still do. I look up to my brother and, you know, whatever he listened to, or whatever he did was like, oh, I have to be just like, him. you know, so he brought this Kiss album in and said, Lisa, you got to look at this new band. They're called Kiss and they're really cool. And I instantly fell in love, instantly. And that just progressed through. And, and my brother kind of like, you know, this was like, he had the belt buckles, like everything I pretty much have from the seventies was his or my cousin Brian's. Um, but they kind of moved on from that. Not that they didn't like them anymore, but lost their fanaticalness, you know, as it kind of just diminished in the late seventies, you know, they were, they were all in on the bandwagon during the heyday. And then as they got older and Kiss kind of moved away from their traditional cool makeup stuff, they just kind of like, okay, they're still good, but I'm moving on to other music. But um, my parents were so supportive, so supportive. Um, they would buy me tickets. My parents took me, well, my dad took me to my first Kiss concert in Pittsburgh in July of 1979. Um, you know, made sure I had every Kiss album when it came out. You know, uh, for Christmas, they bought me the entire catalog on on CD. Um, they were extremely supportive. I would blast the Kiss music so loud. They didn't care, you know. Um, and even one time, it was really interesting. It's kind of an odd story, but um, this guy was dating um, back in 1998. You know, when I was a grown-up and I should have known better. But he told me that I couldn't go to any more Kiss concerts. And then I couldn't listen to Kiss anymore. And like a moron, I did. I hid everything. I didn't throw it away, but I hid it all. I took everything off my walls. I, you know, lesson learned, ladies, don't listen to any guys. Bad for you. Um, but, you know, mm -hmm. I hid everything away. And it was uh, December 3rd when Kiss played in Pittsburgh um, for the Psycho Circus Tour. And I worked down there. And, uh, my mom, I worked, had some relations with the radio station. So my mom called the station and said, you know, I want Lisa to have the best seats for this show and da, 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 da. So um, I didn't go to the show. I came home and my mother was like, she looks at her watch. She's like, why? It's Kiss tonight. Like, why aren't you at the show? And I said to her, I didn't want to go. And her eyes were like, Boof. she's like, get the hell out of here. That's bullshit. She goes, you've never missed a Kiss concert in your life. And she went off. And then she called the guy and went off on him. <laughs> How nice. dare you tell my daughter she can't go to a Kiss concert? You're not a man. I mean, she went off on this guy. So, you know, that was the only Kiss concert I missed. But, um, you know, that that's how supportive my parents were. Um, and, in it was, and actually, when, when they both passed away, I put a little Kiss chart in their casket because of how how much they were so supportive of of my love for them and they always said you know lisa you could love anything else in this world but that's the one thing that you were always so passionate about and i hope you don't ever stop being that passionate about them that's amazing that's a great story mm -hmm. you're very that's lucky you're very I'm lucky i'm getting all teary-eyed <laughs> Well, no, that's I mean, you're, you're, seriously, you're very, very lucky. And I know Mark is very lucky as well. He had a very loving family. Uh, his mom and dad were wonderful people, you know, and that makes a difference. 
Yeah, my situation was very similar to Lisa's in a lot of ways, except, you know, my dad was just a just a hardworking. My dad was to me that he wasn't just my dad. He was a God. I mean, my, my, my father was everything to me. And, you know, unfortunately passed a few years ago, but just a, a great, great man. Now, my dad had a weird way. Like if you would have asked, it was funny when when I was a kid, he just kind of like had the whole attitude because my whole room was much mm-hmm. like my offices now is top to bottom all kiss stuff and he used to tell me to you know take it down take it down. I never did you know he just kind of let me be but it's funny though too because you know when I think back my dad was one of those di- one of those guys it was like he knew he didn't understand it at all at all but you know, he saw that I liked music a lot. And obviously, Kiss was the number one band that I was into. Again, my entire bedroom. Matter of fact, I should I should post those. I've got pictures that my older brother took of my bedroom and he dated them on the back. They're from February of 78. And it's my bedroom from February of 78. And literally, you can't see the wall. That's how mine was all... too. I wonder if I still have pictures somewhere. I bet I do. I have them somewhere. I mean, I just, cause again, you know, if you guys are no, I don't know if anybody noticed, like I'm, I'm in my office again. I've been up, I've been upstairs while they were working on the basement. Um, it's still, I mean, I don't know if I can, <laughs> everything is still in fucking, you know, <laughs> it's still in, you know, all fucking tore up and shit. I just, I got to put everything back, but, um, you know, I, my, you know, uh, my room was just nothing but kiss stuff, but, but my dad knew that I liked music. So, you know, back in, I think it was 78, he bought me a drum set because I wanted to play drums and I wanted to be a musician. And again, it was, he didn't like the kind of music he didn't, but he put his money where his mouth is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He bought me a drum set. And then I, I'll never forget when, the day I got my drum set, I put a little picture of Peter Chris on the bass drum because he was my big inspiration. Aww. Yeah. And, and it was funny because my Did you dad, sing the Chicago song while you're putting the kit together? 21 or what, what, what's that song? You're my inspiration. Oh no, that was, that's lame Chicago. I love Chicago. <laughs> By the way, go out and get Chicago transit authority. If you want to get a great I'm see Chicago tomorrow. Oh, you're gonna be oh there you go anyways i am actually a big <laughs> Ch- chicago fan i love chicago um the band um no they're anyways. a great band i was just busting your balls about that one song yeah but that's lame shit no one pays attention to that stuff it's terrible i knowing you i wasn't sure <laughs> anyways make a long story short my, my my dad my dad wasn't so much kiss but he saw how much i loved that and i'll never forget the day he brought my drum set home I, I, of all places, I put it in my bedroom first. And my dad's words are exactly, here's your drum set. You're not allowed to play when I'm home. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, so he didn't, he didn't want to hear it. Now, my mother, on the other hand, if I liked it, it was great. My mother was like, what, whatever made her son happy. We're, yeah, or one of them, if you like one of them, good. Here's 10. <laughs> you know, I mean, she just, she was just yeah. like, 
you know, and, and I know I've told the story, at least I've told it privately to Tommy. I remember one of our neighbors, this is, this is in the early eighties, right? When all that stupid satanic crap was, was coming out in the press we, where you started seeing it more. Now this is probably the early eighties. I think I was, well, no, I, I was in high school, but I remember one of our neighbor friends said something to my mom, because I was always wearing kiss t-shirts and, you know, blasting heavy metal album. And my, my mom's attitude was, if he likes it, it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, that's how she, she put it. Cause I remember we had mm-hmm. that conversation. She's like, I, you know, it's the same thing. Fortunately, I'm able to say about my kids. I didn't raise stupid kids. Both my kids are wonderful and smart and brilliant. And if they like something that must be good. And that's verbatim what my mother said to mm-hmm. my neighbor. She's like, if Mark likes it, it's gotta be great. Cause he's not a bum. He's a good kid. So right. You know, and she understood the whole, for lack of a better word, vaudevilleness of it. It was a show. It was fun. And you know what? As as a parent, you know what? Why my mother liked it so much? Because it made me happy. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what. It I've gotten every Kiss album since Love Gun on the date up to this day, to the day it was released. Um, mm-hmm. and my mother, I remember. Because uh, that came out, Love Gun came out what, June of 77? Mm-hmm. Yeah, June 30th, 1977. It's my mother's birthday. Well, see, well, well, here's how I remember it so well. I remember, like, the countdown. It's coming out on whatever day it was, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, school was already out. So every day it's like, Mom, because my birthday's in May. And I, like, I saved my birthday money. And it was, like, targeting that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I think it was Woolworth's. And, and uh, up off of Gratiot Avenue and my mom took me up there and I held my mom just thought the cover was bizarre, you know, and I remember even just opening the vinyl and pulling out the gun and, the, you know, and, you know, I still remember that sitting in, in, in the front seat of the car and just how exciting it was. And, and, you know, my mom was always so cool about all that. And that was another thing, too. And I know I've told the story on the show. You know, I didn't want to buy 16 magazine or any of those goofy teenage girl magazines, but I would tell my mom, mom, there's, if there's kiss on the cover of any magazine, when you're at the store, buy it. And you she made would, her buy 16 magazine. Yes. Yes. Anything with you know, kiss, the, the, the instructions were mom, anything with kiss on the cover I need. And it, she'd come home from grocery shopping and sometimes I'd have like two or three magazines with kiss on the cover. You know what? Even when I moved away from home, and I still have them, anytime Kiss was in the paper or in a magazine she was reading, she would always like tear it out and put like a little note in there. Thought you might want this, and she she sent me like when Kiss was doing the uh, was touring in Pittsburgh, um, she would send me the front page of the newspaper because they were always in the newspaper on the front cover, like the city paper, and she always would get them and send them to me and goes, thought you might want this or here's the review of the concert. So she always would cut that out and send it to me. Lisa, today is a great example because I just remember today is the 26th anniversary of Tiger Stadium. Stadium. Now here's how crazy and how great, how blessed I was to be in the family there. By then Liz and I were married. I had a couple of kids, but I knew that kiss was going to be on all the TV news so I had my aunt 
my grandmother, my, we had both VCR. Everybody that I knew had like all like three local stations and they were all, all they were, they were all recording the local news. So Mark didn't miss a single news clip. That's how cool not only my mother, but my grandparents and my aunts and uncle, everyone knew that's what my grandparents, my grandma and my aunt, I'm lucky they knew how to turn TV on. All right. So that's about as far as But seriously, that's how freaking lucky I was. And, I, and, and it's funny, too. It's like when you're when you get older, you start going, you know, you realize other people didn't have the things that you I mean, with, like that. I she's uh, how do you put it? Put it this way. I didn't realize how fucking fortunate I was, you know what I mean? To have parents who loved me that much that knew that. You know, this made me happy. And I will tell you right now, what was given to me that way, I'm the same way with both my kids. When they liked something, I totally supported it, whether I understood it or not. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the reasons that both of them are doing so well in life. They, you know, because, yeah, well, you know, like I said, I'm trying to both listen and I'm trying to raise them the same way you know and my kids are now my son just turned 30 my daughter's 26 how the hell can you have a 30 year old child i know i know he just did his matter of fact that's where i was last tuesday because liz and my son ian share the same birthday and you know um just again very fortunate both kids the same way that i was again with the way i was supported is is the way that i supported them and they're very happy in in life and where and what they're doing and you know they both love the things that they they love and it's it's great watching them let me ask you a question though Mm -hmm. was it hard like let's say that like for us it's really music like let's say they liked music and you're like oh my god did you do they like the same music and and you too tommy did did your kids like the same music that you do or did they go completely off the charts because james is listening to rap Okay, which I'm, I'm like, oh my God. But Brian and I were like, well, you know what? We have to, like you said, we have to kind of as parents kind of go, okay, well, let's listen to it and support him. Because if we kind of step back and as, as our parents, where these things aren't, you know, like Brian's family was kind of this, I mean, he was one of 11. That's a whole nother, <laughs> but um, you know, like, I never really asked my parents, did you, did you really like Kiss or did you just do it because, because you knew it, it supported me? Because I don't know, sometimes they would go to concerts with me. They would watch Kiss Unplugged. They'd watch Kiss on TV if I wasn't around, you know, sometimes I question it. But in terms of music, did your children ever like a musical genre that you maybe were not so keen about, but you listened to it anyway to support them? That's for both of you. You want to go first, Mark? Um, yeah, this, this is an easy one for me. My, my son also plays drums and um, got still to this day, you know, likes a lot of the same music I do. We've been to countless, countless concerts together. Um, and it's funny, too. When he was a kid, though. 
Yeah, when he was a kid. Okay. One of the reasons was I spent so much time with my son because I was his hockey coach too. And just how we hung out with, you know, the groups we hung out with, we were all very fortunate. And, and I will tell you, all kidding aside, you know, because I feel sorry for a lot of kids these days. You know, one of the conversations you can have with your an adult child, again, my son's 30 now, we can look back and we saw, especially, especially with the hockey families, all had no, and I'm not casting judgment or anything, but almost exclusively, all of them were married. They all were hardworking business people. My kids both, but specifically my son had very, very strong male role models. And a lot of when we were all together, especially in social, we, we were blasting classic rock. I mean, all these guys pretty much, you know, Led Zeppelin, but, but Kiss too, you know, Zeppelin, Arrows. It was on at all the parties. You know what I mean? It was just, a, it was just, a, again, just my son got into the music that, and again, he still likes because it was so prevalent in his life. And my, one of my son's all-time favorite bands is The Sweet, just because when he was little, we'd listen to The Sweet a lot. And I knew, I re, number one, I, that was when I was a kid, I remembered in 1975 when I was 10, that was like one of the first records I had. It was Desolation Boulevard. And when he was, you know, eight, nine, 10, he knew that record backwards and forwards because of, I'm like, I was still listening to it. And I remember going, at that age, I liked how, you know, how I like Ballroom Blitz and Fox on the Run. I mean, those are great songs. And, and just because he was around it a lot. And the same thing, you know, with Alice Cooper. Uh, matter of fact, when he was 10, we, I took him to go see Alice. And, you know, thanks to E and everything, you know, you got to meet Alice and all that kind of stuff. And, but he really, really dug it. Now, my daughter, um, I tried to expose her. And she liked, you know, I, we've, we went to see, I can't really remember the, the artist's name, but uh, I remember having her on my shoulders and we went to one of those, like, uh, I'm sure you guys have them in your cities, the, the big outdoor festivals. And um, oh God, I think the Michelle Branch, does that that name sounds familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I, if I remember, my daughter liked that when she was little. And I remember she was just a little girl. I had her on my shoulders and I thought we'd go see a song or so. And then we'd go back and meet up with my wife and my son, you know, by the tilt world whatever. I had her on my shoulders. She sang the words out loud to every song. And I stood there for the next hour as she was having the time of her life. But as she progressed, as she got older, you know, she liked the pop stuff. She liked One Direction and all that kind of stuff. And the Beebs, you know, that's always been a little joke on the show. And I took her. That's another thing, too, you know. I mean, she was in high school or college or whatever. And uh, I took her and her her, uh, her best friend to Toronto. My son and I went to the... This is a great you example. Did, that's when you did the meet and greet. Yeah, nice. But anyways, uh, we we my son and I we took my daughter and her best friend and uh, she was old enough. I think she was her first year in college or right out of high school, whatever. Then her and her best friend, you know, walked to the Biebs concert and my son and I, matter of fact, we went and met Martin Popoff, the author. 
who's been a guest on our show and went and had dinner with him and we went to the hockey hall of fame. And, but that's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You know what I mean? My, my, my daughter liked a different kind of music. I didn't necessarily have to go into the place, this, but I encouraged her. Hell, I took her to freaking Toronto to see it. It meant, it meant a lot to me that it meant a lot to her. And I'll never forget because I told her because my son and I stayed in a different room and I got the adjoining room for her and her best friend. Now, this is one of the oh, my God, I've never told anybody this before. Um, my daughter and I said, when you get back from the concert, because, again, our hotel was literally a block away from the venue. So she just she knew where to walk. and It was a straight walk right out of the front door. Uh, for those of you in Toronto, we stayed at the Delta and the Scotiabank thing is a block away. Anyways, so I said, when you get home, just get back to the room, just, you know, knock on my door and just let me know that you, you guys got back. So, you know, they came in, um, whatever, 1130 or so. And, and I opened the door and I'm like, okay, you're safe. And she just got a big smile on her face and she started crying. She's like, dad, I had the greatest time. Thank you for doing this. You know, and, but that's what I mean. I mean, I, you know, like with my parents, you know, they didn't go that far, but they didn't have to. It was a different world. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, they just, again, my dad bought me a drum set. He wasn't crazy about it. Matter of fact, he didn't like rock music, but he knew how happy it made his kid. And the same thing with my mom. While my mother, though, was different. My mother loved music. My dad was indifferent to it. My dad would listen to classical. And, and maybe Italian music, but that was we were, you know, we were a Frank Sinatra, Connie Francis kind of house. Yeah. And, but my you know? mom, my mom liked, you know, everything from the forties on. I mean, and that was, I, I got a pretty steady diet of, of all that, you know, and, and, and even the, you know, the fifth, it's funny because my mom liked a lot of the music from the fifties and stuff, but she wasn't like a huge Elvis fan or anything like that. She just, you know, liked the songs that she liked. She didn't really get, um, super artist centric the way i am but certainly of, music was a the, big deal one of the funniest stories was i'm telling you we'll get to i'm sorry i'm like totally bogart in the conversation um the my brother got tickets to go see joe satriani on the surfing with the alien tour and it was an over like 21 show and i couldn't go so my mother went she went to go see joe satriani play that's awesome i was like i'll go I'm like, what the hell? So she brought me a shirt back. I was like, wow, okay. thanks, mom. You know, but that she must have been. So that was 80. When, 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 oh no, that was 1987, I think, when Surfing with the Alien came out, right? But 87? Probably. So I was 16. She was 56. And there she is going to Surfing with, going to see Joe Satrani. I thought that was kind of cool. It's very cool. Know, but now I'm taking James, like, it's so funny because he loves Metallica. He loves Megadeth. He loves Slipknot. So does my son. So you does my tell, son. This is all, you can tell this is all like Brian influence, right? He likes Kiss. Obviously, we took him to the show. He thought it was like the greatest thing in the world. Um, we're going to see Rob Zombie um, in July, you know, um, with, uh, John Five is just like the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna he's gonna let us come and see Rob Zombie but it was just weird because even the music like you know like he puts on this weird shit on Spotify I'm like dude you know but then in the same playlist there's Megadeth there's Metallica 
you know, there's guns and roses, you know, so just, just, I just wanted to get your, okay, Tommy, what about you and your kids? Well, my son doesn't really care one way or another. He likes music and his girlfriend really loves music. Um, she loves uh, The weekend. And a lot of bands I don't know, but they, but she has a great passion for music. So I think that, that he interacts and does that because it's something that's important to her. And I try my best to listen to, or have conversations with them to learn about these bands. Cause I honestly don't know who a lot of them are. Um, but he grew up, we gave him all kinds of different music because Cheryl loves music, but she doesn't like kiss never has. Um, so I never really played it a ton, but yet it, they seem to all know it. My daughter, she loves all kinds of music, but she wouldn't, she would never go to a Metallica concert or anything like that. She likes Ariana Grande. You know, she's like, I like, I like people that can actually sing. That's her, her argument. So she loves that type of thing. Uh, Maddie and Tay, which is a country Western duo. Uh, but she knows all the music. So like we were listening to some seventies music the other day out on the deck and she was singing along to hotel California. So she knows all the songs and she doesn't hate any of it. It's just, if you're going to choose something, I would say that Ariana Grande is like Justin Bieber for Emily. And if I could give her one gift, I would love to figure out a way to get a meet and greet for Ariana Grande for Josie because she would flip out and I wish I could give that gift to her. And isn't it the greatest thing in the world when you see your kids so happy? Mm -hmm. you know I, I just mean? don't know. Yeah, I just don't know well, anybody well, that knows anyone. I know, Lisa, you've taken your kids to see kids. Yeah. Correct? Now, I've taken my whole family three or four times and they love it. Tommy, Tommy have you ever you... taken yours? Yeah. No, because it's never worked out. You know, the times that they, the problem is, is that the times that they've come, I have so many friends that so badly want to go that it's hard for me to go, hey, I'm going to take my family who may or may not care versus someone who really cares. Right. And that's really what it's come down to. You know, I mean, that last time they were here in town, Cheryl was on Paul Stanley's guest list and she kept saying to Heidi, well, are you sure there isn't any else would rather go that would enjoy this i mean she's trying to get out of it because she just doesn't care well yeah. i had the complete opposite which was really re this really did make me feel good both both my uh, matter of fact my son just got engaged so his fiance and my daughter's boyfriend when kiss was here you know six months ago or whatever they both my children were telling their significant others oh my god you got to go see kiss with us you're gonna love and our whole family you know not only did they take my two kids but they took their significant others and you know we had the five of us just had a freaking ball and it was really exciting for me to see both my kids interact at a kiss concert with their significant others and watching their significant others who i love both of them um, rocking along and bobbing their heads and, you know, just having the time of their lives. And it was funny too, because when, when we were done, um, I'm like, uh, let's go buy the merch booth. They're like, yeah, I would love to get a shirt, you know, I'd love to get a souvenir. It was such a special night. And, 
And, you know, I, I even think I put something like, you know, a family that rocks together, you know, just kind of a joking about, yeah. but it really is true because oh, yeah. not only, not only did I take my kids a few times, then I took my kids with their significant others and we just had a ball and uh, you know, just uh, that's a great, thing that I'm able to share with my family. And, and, you know, I, because, uh, you know, we we're hoping to keep this show under an hour or so, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't pose the next question, but I, I really, I, I want to do the next question, maybe in the next, I don't know, couple months, because I'd really like Michael to be here too. Hold off on really? it. Don't say what it is. Keep it, keep it a secret. You you keep it a secret? What? We already said the last question. No, 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 no. I wanted to, I want, no, I can say this, Tommy. It's not, okay. it, 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 I, I would love, and I don't want to answer it now. Each one of our significant others, like Liz, you know, you, you know, and your significant, significant, how have they reacted to Kiss? We've never really talked about that. I told you, I think it'd be a good show to have our significant others to come on and talk about that. And what it's like being married to us and the first time they ever, or if they ever did, if, I don't know. Did Cheryl go to ever kiss concert with you ever, Tommy? Well, I've taken her to several okay. and she enjoys okay. it when she goes. So she then, just... And I know Liz went and I definitely know that, that um, Katrina went. So mm -hmm. I think we should give our significant others a questions. And I'm with you. Hmm. I'm yeah, no, and I, don't, I, I'm, I don't mean to make it sound bad because it's not, it's just, you know, you tell her we're going to Motley Crue, she can't get in the car fast enough. Tell her we're going to Guns N' Roses, can't get in the car fast enough. Tell her we're going to Pink, can't get in the car fast enough. <laughs> it's just not, she loves music and she loves to go to concerts with me. So she'll always go. It's just not one of her favorites. That's why I never took Brian to concerts with me. Because I don't want to babysit people. If you're not well, going to yeah. have a good time, I don't want to be like, you having fun? Are you having fun? Are you having fun? Then I got to worry but, about you the whole damn time. But, but oh. she's not like that. I mean, we always have a good no, time. No, what I, no, 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 that's just, not what I mean, but. Yeah, it's just one of those yeah. things where, for whatever reason, and I think she said to me once, she said, I think I don't like them all that much because you like them so much. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, like, because well, okay. she, she grew up on a farm, so she doesn't understand any of this. She does not understand how we can, like, like anybody that we don't know like this. <laughs> she doesn't have any fandom in her at all. She's horses. That's that, what well, she that's does. That's a fandom right there. Right. Just because right, but, it's not kiss or whatever. Right. There's something but no, she's never love. she's never really understood it, I think. And I've never really explained it to her because I don't know if you can really verbalize it. You know, and going back to the friend thing, I had luckily a lot of close friends, but it's so funny. It's like now I have high school friends that I still keep in touch with through Facebook, and that's what they know me for, which is yeah. so strange. It's just something I enjoy, but you know. That's one thing I wanted to touch on. And I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Tommy. I, my, I, I found buddies. I remember when, when the reunion tour, because again, today's the anniversary, but I remember it clearly. My friends who just totally thought Kiss was shit, you know, in the early 80s, some mm -hmm. of those same people, like, hey, you go, I'm going to Tiger Stadium, you know, or I've got tickets. I was looking forward to seeing you there. And I'm like, hold on. I remember and you for fucking giving me hell for liking kiss and don't get me wrong. You liked it with me when we were in seventh grade, but by the time we were seniors, you didn't like it anymore. And you made fun of me for it. And they were a little kitty band. And I, you know, and I, and now here we are in 1996 
and I'm seeing you at the show. But that was true for a lot of people that I went to high school with that were never fans of them to start with that wanted to go to the show. Because I think there's nostalgia there at that point, you know, but a lot of my friends kind of lost interest over the years. I still have several that I'm close with that are just as interested as I am. I mean, you know, my friend Mikey from Hairball, you know, we've been friends since we were teenagers and he is every time we get together, it's like, okay, well, let's talk about our problems. What would Gene and Paul do to solve that? You know, and Michael believes that if you can't find the meaning in life uh, from the first album up through Unmasked, you need some therapy because all the answers are contained within somewhere <laughs> along the line there. You know, and those awesome. are the kind of conversations we have. And Cheryl and my and his wife Mandy just roll their eyes at, at us like we're idiots. But it, it's funny because they bond, you know, so it works out really, really well. And like I said, for those of you listening, I don't want it to sound like I don't, I'm not happy or I don't have what I want. It's just, it, I, I've always kind of thought of, of music and Kiss as something for me that's mine. I want to share it with anyone that wants to, to be a part of it, but I don't want to put it on anyone. It's just something that I really, truly enjoy being a part of. And I, I love music. I love live music. I love shooting photos. And it's just kind of, that's mine. You know? Yeah, well, Lisa, you, Tommy, do you have this too with because you both have daughters? Like Liz and I go to, you know, she usually go to the kind of, actually, she likes a lot of the same stuff I do. Matter of fact, Liz and I are going to see Ted Nugent in a, in a couple of weeks yeah, together. She likes shows. We don't get shit over here. Oh, we're going to Florida to see Ted. Again, it doesn't matter where you're going. We don't get shit in Atlanta, but continue. Anyway, anyways, so I mean, and Liz and I were going to see ZZ Top on Saturday. So, you know what I mean? It's like, we go to concerts together. We like a lot of the same stuff. And she was just as over the moon as I am that Buck Cherry's going to be on the Kiss Cruise because she loves Buck Cherry too. So anyways, yeah. there's that. But but also, and here's the daughter thing, because Ian and I like all the same shit. We go to everything. Um, but Liz will take Emily to go see, who's the the guy that was, like one of the boy band guys. Huge Styles. Well, that's one. Liz, matter of fact, Liz and Emily um, went to Madison Square Garden to see him. Harry okay. Styles. Um, who's the Justin Timberlake? They went to see Justin Timberlake. They they both went to go see Lady Gaga. You know, mm -hmm. those are shows I don't. I'm not interested in. Oh, but, and, Liz, and, but Liz right. loves going to them with Emily. Well, and Cheryl and I go to a ton of concerts together. No, 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 just, no. I'm she, talking about your daughters. Your daughter go with Cheryl. Is what I was. That was no, that, that was the gist my daughter doesn't go to concerts. It's strange. She knows music like you wouldn't believe, and rarely does she ever ask. She asks to go see Ariana Grande, so I've always gotten her tickets for that. She got I took her to T Swizzle once, but she's all grown her, so she doesn't listen to that anymore. What the hell's that? I've never even heard of that. Taylor Swift. Oh, I thought you said T Swizzle. Is that yeah? That's her nickname, T Swizzle. T Swizzle. Lisa, did you know that? Nope, not at all. I didn't and then um, she wants to. She wanted to go see the Pentatonics, so I took her for the Ooh, Christmas. Like yeah, the Christmas show for Pentatonics, because that's what she loves is acapella, and she loves those types of vocal things. Um, but she doesn't seem to be all that interested in going to concerts, but loves music. When Emily was in high school, uh, she went to go see um, uh, Taylor Swift. I've got a really, really, I don't, guys, this is as, as 
this is a crazy story, Tommy. It's about Taylor Swift. So, well, get it right. Hold on. You guys look, you're going to find this really bizarre, but it's the parental instinct. So Liz, her best friend, Karen and I dropped Emily and Karen's daughter and a couple of their friends off at Ford field. Okay. That's where, that's where T swizzle. (laughs) That's where Taylor, that's where Taylor Swift was playing that night. Now, anybody who knows Detroit, when I get to the next part, so we dropped the girls off. I said, Em, I'm going to meet you here at L, I think it's Elwoods. There's a bar right across the street from Ford Field. I said, I will be here at 11 o'clock. And all you guys got to do is go out this entrance and I I will be right here. And then we'll, you know, so anyways, so I said to, to Liz and Karen, I said, let's go to, let's go to Motor City Casino. Let's get away from downtown so it's not you know it's a a mile or two from downtown well that weekend of the taylor swift concert the the it was one of those weekends where all the fucking major roads were under construction and closed and all this stuff so we're at fucking the the casino motor city casino which is off the lodge freeway and we're parking and i see these two girls they'd be i don't know 17 16 17 and they're all done up in, in Taylor Swift shirts. And we're pulling in and they look like they were going to just fucking cry. And, and I knew that the concert started at like nine o'clock or something. And I pulled up and they're walking. You could tell they're confused. And I said, they're what? They're tell they're what? Confused, but oh, sad. Confused. sad. Yeah. And I said, and I'm with Liz. Of course, I'm with Liz and Karen. And, and I, I rolled down my window because we're pulling into the parking garage. I said, um, girls, I said, I'm, I can tell you're distraught. And I said, uh, you know, work, you're all dressed up for Taylor Swift. I said, you know, that's nowhere near here. And her friend goes, I told you you're going to ride. I told you they were from Lansing, which is like an hour outside of town. I said, we just dropped our daughters off at that. I said, going against everything you were ever taught if you'd like i will drive you there because and again you could tell they were crying they're like i said i tell you what you can hold my driver's license and take a picture of me because look we're not trying again i'm with my wife and 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 her best friend i said i will drive you to the concert and her one friend was like no and the other one was like let's jump in So I did. I, I I was handing her my my yes. You can hold my wallet. You can hold my driver. She's like, I don't need it. And and I dropped her off right at the front of Ford Field. They got out, and I bet you by the time we got through, the people turning around, I could see the bombs go. So they when they walked in, they probably walked in right as the show began. And you know, I didn't have the wherewithal to go. You know what? I'm picking my daughter because where I dropped them off is where I was picking my daughter up. At. I didn't have the wherewithal to go. We're going back this way anyway, towards the casino. So mm-hmm. I always wondered how they got back to their car. Cause they did park at the casino. And this was before Uber and all that other stuff, right? Yes. Correct. Correct. So again, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that was one of those weird you know, stories, but I know I did the right thing. You know, I, I took them mm-hmm. to the concert and 
you know, I always am like, God, I hope they got back. Okay. You know what I mean? But again, I just remember my heartbreak. They, you could tell they both were just sobbing heavily because they knew when they walked out of the parking garage for the casino, that this was nowhere near, you can see Ford field way in the distance. And I'm like, come on girls, we'll, we'll get you there. And we did. Yeah. So. Maybe those girls will be listening and be like, oh, my God, there's the crazy guy that took us to the show. Yeah. Well, obviously, I would not have done that if I wasn't with, you know, Liz and Karen. I, you know, I, I again, it was, just, I, as they say, there's organic things. It was very organic. We're, we're pulling them like, those girls mm-hmm. are lost. You know what I mean? They're lost. And I wanted to help them. And and you weren't, them. you weren't driving the work van that said free puppies. On the <laughs> no, no. Correct. Yeah. Free candy in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liquor in the front, poker in the back. So I will tell you, I'll tell you my story quick about friends. None of my friends like kiss. There you go. Okay. None of them did. Not a well, I tell you what, one. I, I, I tell you what, it is uh, almost top of the hour, and the lovely Liz and I both uh, want to get our dinner on, if you know that. Uh, so wanna, okay, well, it's been a long day. Wicker, wicker, wicker. Oh, oh, that kind of rap. <laughs> and by the way, I love rap too. I really do. I love old school rap. Give me a little Humpty Dance anytime, you know, a little young yeah. MC. Oh, I will run DMCs. I'm always jamming. I love that stuff. I always say, if you're a drummer, how do you not like rap, especially old school? It's all beats. When I, I was in that, when I was in Pittsburgh, my cousin's daughter had her graduation party and they played like the old school, like, like little, old school. Little cool modi. I mean, yeah. Oh my god, school. we had yeah. so much fun. Of course, my cousin and I were the only ones like dancing, but it didn't really matter. I mean, we were all like, we were all like. I, I love all that, but you know what? I don't. My my daughter likes a lot. I call it mumble rap. What the f- a lot of this, and I hate. This is a whole different story, so I'm going to let. I'm going to nip it in the butt. <laughs> I, I I can only take so much of the n word in songs. Uh-huh. That just drives I'm me up the fucking too. wall. I'm the same drives way. me up the fucking wall. Me too. me too. You can throw the F-bomb around. I don't care. But the N-word really kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Anyways, all right. Or we'll stop our boomer conversation. Okay. Uh, hopefully you guys all dug, dug that. Uh, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, the homework's pretty easy this week. You know, did did you know did your did your parents approve of your kiss them and and did your friends stay kiss friends do they stay fans you know um let us know mm-hmm. there you go. Boom. see you next week easy peasy do you have something to say leave a voicemail or send us a text message call 320-515-4771 Love the show Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Voices for Three Sides of the Coin, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.